Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 12.33 in Edmonton. It was good to hear Eileen Bell's voice back. Uh, she'll have another update for us just after 1 o'clock. Again, uh, thanks to Darnell Nurse for coming on upstairs and joining us for 15 minutes uh, to discuss... Uh, his uh, newly inked two-year contract extension. This is Oilers Now. It's 1234 in Edmonton. And guests on the show received your certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Took the family there for Valentine's dinner last night. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that Oilers Now sent you Roos Chris. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. And... Uh, yeah, special thanks to the staff that uh, looked after us, Don, and the group last night at Roos Chris. All right, without further ado, uh, we are going to go to our headliner today, and that is John Shannon. John Shannon for Touchback Safety from Fall Protection to Forklift Training Trust, the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is their goal, and we are joined by John Shannon, our NHL insider. John, how are you? Hold on now. Hold on. Valentine's Day's Friday. Yes. Well, why were you doing there last night? Go Friday. Well, I'm in Florida. Oh, what? And, and you're not going to take anybody with you? <laughs> well, then I would have to take the whole family, John. That's kind of how it works. And the, the problem of, would be? And the problem would be? There's, come on now. There's there's no problem with that. Uh, but I've not gone on a trip solo with my wife since 2006. I understand. Since 05. I understand. Since, yeah, no, since 2006. I went to Vegas in 2006. Well, she deserves a trip sometime, Bob. Come on. Well, no, we we go to Disneyland every year. We go to BC oh, that's every right. year. That's right. Okay. All right. Those okay. are two family trips. So you can relate to that. You've, 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 uh, you've run those miles yourself. And they're not miles. Uh, it's a little bit of, I mean, let's be honest. I don't do anything. You know that. So you know how. Well aware. Well aware. Yes. Uh, Darnell Nurse, two year extension, 5.6 million. Jacob Truba got a one-year bridge, 5.5. Um, this could have been headed to arbitration. It would have come in that range. Uh, Darnell talked about the fact that he didn't want anything dragging in the summer and reinforced the fact that uh, 
you know, himself and Connor and Leon and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Oscar Clefbaum, you know, they feel a part of growing this thing forward. So I'd like to get your perspective on that. Uh, well, I think it's a win-win. Uh, I think that uh, now Darnell knows at the end of this contract he's going into unrestricted free agency. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Oilers know now that they have two years to, and I, I don't, I'm not trying to, to demean anyone, they can really figure out where Darnell's growth will be uh, and how much of a member of the core he truly is. Um, this is this is one that will let, it let Ken Holland, who has now seen Darnell for just over 50 games, to figure out what Darnell's role on this roster is. And I, 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 I think, you know, when you think the money, I think it's a perfect number. I think the, the term is perfect for both sides. Uh, and uh, it will uh, let both sides determine uh, if Darnell's long-term future, which means that next contract, which would be a seven or eight year deal, one would assume, uh, to stay uh, to stay in Edmonton. So I, I, th- I think it's perfect. I really do. And and people out there are going to laugh at me when they say this. That this also makes Darnell Nurse a much more attractive commodity if the Oilers are forced to trade him. If this summer, at some point, they feel that in order to get the, the right bodies back, that Darnell could be part of the package. If you can guarantee the guys you're trading with, you give him two years, that's a bonus. And, and I'm not suggesting that's anywhere near it, but that's the reality of business in the National Hockey League. Yep. Sometimes you got to let go of guys you like. That's, I mean, oh, we, yeah. we might be witnessing that down south this summer here with Calgary. I mean, they got a couple guys there, TJ Brody. Um, and Travis, I think Brody's gone. I think Brody won't be back. Yeah, and Travis Hamanek, uh, a left shot and a right shot, though Brody's a left shot that plays the right side with Giordano. I mean, there's two guys that they've already extended Rasmus Anderson on a six-year extension of low fours to yeah. keep his number down a bit. Obviously, they got Geo signed long-term. Uh, by the way, we'll mention now, uh, we'll get to this later in our uh, James H. Brown injury report, but uh, Calgary, they, you know, Giordano's week-to-week, and now uh, Hamanek got knocked out of the game against Vancouver the other night, but you know they might have to walk on one or both of those defensemen, John. And in Darnell's case, I, I, I mean, I think you know, I think you, well, you know, ninety percent chance that you know he's with the Oilers beyond this contract. Uh, but he said something interesting, John. He said he thinks he has mo- a lot more room to grow. I always like hearing that. You know what I mean? I like hearing that from a player. Well, I think there's lots of people that admit he would, uh, and and he does. Uh, you know, when you look at his his body, when you look the way he, his approach to the game, you you want to know at times why isn't he more dominating? Uh, and that's something that uh, that I, I'm sure Dave Tippett will will be happily and, and Jim Playfair will will happily work with uh, for for the next couple of years. The other obvious one to say there, uh, Bob, is is that when you look at the strength of the Oilers farm system. There are a couple of pretty good defensemen down there. Uh, and when you think about cap issues and you talk about players on entry-level deals or lesser deals than, than what Darnell's making or going to make in two years, then you have you know, it's, it's not fun, but that 10% chance that you talked about uh, in the future, you, you at least have to talk about it. Well, I mean, they've got Clefbaum, who's a left shot, in the you know, one of the top two pairings. Nurse is there. How quickly does Broberg develop uh, as a left shot? Um, I would suggest Broberg might go back to Sweden for another year 
and then they bring him along. Everything, yep. okay, everything okay there, John? Oh, yeah. My studio audience is not happy with me saying that Nurse should be traded. So This show's really going for the... What type of dog do you have? Two. Yep. Portuguese water dogs. Portuguese water dogs. Por- Portuguese water dogs. Oh, yeah. Look it up. That's what Obama used to have. He used to he, have copied, por- he copied me. Obama copied you? Yeah, I think so. Okay. How did you How did you do in that uh, dreaded New Hampshire primary? <laughs> well, that's, hey, listen. That's tomorrow. We're crossing our fingers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the guy who's going to be president is not even in it. <laughs> Trump's going to win again? Boy, him or, uh, or or the orb mayor in New York, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we're, you know. Hey, can I, uh, maybe I can get on Jesperson's show to talk about this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, now you're scoring points because you know what the other shows are in chorus as well. So he does a good job on that show. They, they... I listen, I listen. When I'm in Edmonton, I listen to Chet, okay? Well, you know, that... when I'm happy, Eileen Bell's back too. <laughs> I got asked, we did this uh, Instagram thing, and uh, one of the questions was, if you weren't hosting Oilers now, which show would you want to do? And I said, well, uh, you know, we, we've got... Uh, a uh, terrific uh, new morning show, uh, uh, and, I, and I'm like, and, I, and plus I can't get up early, so that's not going to work. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love I love Reed to death, and you know I like watching hockey at night on non order game night, so I don't want to do Reed show. Uh, you know, I can't do what Jay Lynn does, so the only show that I could be, you know, would possibly make sense is is Jesperson show, and I, and I don't want to say that too loudly because I think he'd love to switch with me as well because that's well. I get and, work. And let's face it, Bob, you couldn't do the in arena stuff, so I'm not. I don't want to do the in arena stuff. That is not oh my, boy, that is not my personality. I don't. I that that is a tough gig. That is a tough gig. All right, let's get this thing back in the rails here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, the orders get nurse done. Uh, they've got Zach Cassian signed. They got Caleb. They, you know, Ken Holland's picked off. Like, he's gotten some work done here, hasn't he? Well, and you know what? He he did it in a timely fashion. Uh, there was lots of people saying, "Well, when's he going to either start making trades or signing guys?" And, and he was he made no secret that he had to wait that forty to fifty games to figure out who he liked, who who he didn't. And, and who has future and doesn't. And I, I, I think that discussion with Dave Tippett about, you know, what Zach's role is on this team, what, what Jones's role is for this team, and, and obviously what, uh, what Darnell's asset role is for this team over the next couple of years is, is pretty important. Uh, one thing, there, there's, a, there's a couple interesting, some people are going to say, well, what about Ethan Bear? And as you know, John, Ethan Bear does not have Arbright's. And that is going right. to work against them at least for another year. Uh, and and it, we can't underestimate. I mean, to me, the two things that have sort of altered people's perceptions of the Oilers and altered the reality of the situation. For a lot of people, they had the Oilers as a non-playoff team. But Ethan Bear coming in in October and being able to play and play as a legit top four defenseman and then the boost the Oilers got from Yamamoto as a legit second-line forward. He's got 12 mm-hmm. points in 14 games plus 12 those have been game changers for Edmonton and elevated sort of their personnel to a higher level than I think some people thought at the start of the year. Yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. I, I was not one of those guys that thought Bear was going to start the season with the club, um, but obviously had such a good camp that it was it was a no-brainer. Um, the, the one thing that both of them have in common, other than Bakersfield, was is they both got a taste of the of the big league at some point in their in the early part of their pro career. So they were here, they were with the club, uh, they worked their tails off, they made a ton of mistakes, 
And then they went to back to Bakersfield and figure out, okay, here's what I have to work on. Here's why I have to be better. Here's why I can't let up and I have to maintain my focus. And then Jay Woodcroft did a heck of a job. He and Dave Manson did a heck of a job with both of them in trying to make them NHL ready. So it's it's a classic case long before Ken Holland was in the organization of what a guy like Keith Gretzky's done with that organization in Bakersfield and what it's done for the Oilers and their farm system. Yeah, and uh, I mean, obviously he hit on some picks as well. John, part of the reason, uh, I mean, the trade deadline's heating up. Uh, what's your take on what you think Edmonton may or may not do? Well, uh, I, I, you know, every, there's two options. I, I think it's either that do they need a third-line center uh, or do they need somebody else for Connor? Um, I don't think that they and, – and just as importantly, and I think this is the part that Ken Hall is probably struggling with, uh, as he starts his time in Edmonton, what's he prepared to give up? What does he really want to give up? Do you want to give up picks? Uh, I, I, for one, everybody talks about you don't want to give up your first, but you're prepared to move a second. I'll tell you what, the success rate of second-round picks in the NHL is pretty high. And if you have confidence in your scouting staff, I'm not sure you want to get rid of a second-round pick. So we can sit here and talk about do they need another scorer for Connor? Yes. Do they need a, 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 another a, a defensive center or a third-line center? Maybe. But I'm not sure I'm prepared to give anything up. So so perhaps Kenny's in, in one of those scenarios where he, he doesn't, unless he knows that he's got a bona fide player, that he's prepared to sacrifice something off this roster, uh, I'm not sure he does very much. And this is going to make for really boring radio. I tend to concur with you. Like, I'm not yeah. even sure. Like, okay, I, I think we both know Pugliarvi's going to get traded at some point. But I'm not even sure. But, that, get... but he's going to be he's going to be more value in June. Yeah. He's going to be more value on the draft floor. Uh, he will not be. He will not be an Oiler after draft day in Montreal. Yeah, and no where, question in my mind about that. And where I was going to go with this, you talked about the left shot options, and we know Broberg's. You know, at some point he's going to play in Edmonton, whether it's two years from now, a year from now, time will tell. Um, you know, I, I get not even a year from now. Like it's twenty one, twenty two, or twenty two, twenty three. You know, when will he be here? There's another left shot defenseman, Dmitry Samarukov, who's playing mm-hmm. for Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson. I'm not even sure I'd, I'd move him to get an. Uh, well, uh, well, you know, well, let's I mean? face it though, Sam, and Samarukov got off to a slow start in Bakersfield this year. Well, lots of people were disappointed the way he played, uh, you know, in October, and November uh, in, in the AHL. But it was a similar start that he had when he went to Guelph. Yeah, uh, and it he take it, it once he got the grasp of it remember last year's ohl playoffs bob samarukov was better than bouchard he was better than bouchard samarukov has huge upside i would not be anywhere near touching him if i'm given the noise unless again as i said they're getting son of somebody bona fide back the other thing is is bob this you know don't in toronto we accuse Brian Burke of having the blue and white disease, and you can tell him I said that. In that, he, you get to a certain point, and then you think you can win the Stanley Cup, and you go out and mortgage the future. Kenny's too smart for that. Kenny will not be mortgaging the future just for one playoff run. He's here for the long term. He's got a five-year deal. This team has given the fans and given the organization everything it needed to for this season as long as they continue to play this way. Making the playoffs is a, is good. It is it a bonus? Uh, some may argue it's a bonus at this point, but it don't mortgage the future for anything for one run at a playoff spot. 
All right, John, let's switch focus. News broke on the weekend from the various, you know, different insiders out there about the potential of the Olympics. Uh, what is going on on that regard? Well, I tell you what, this is, uh, you know, Rennie Fassell's finishing his tenure uh, as uh, president of the International Ice Hockey Federation. Uh, and, and he wants to leave a legacy uh, of making sure that the best players uh, are at the Olympics in Beijing. And so he has worked his tail off to convince the IOC uh, to, and I'm sure the Chinese government's part of this too, to convince the IOC to give in to some of the demands of the National Hockey League. Um, the Players Association obviously are on the same side as the CELF and the IOC. Uh, now I think in many ways, uh, if this is described as a as some sort of game, um, then the ball is in, in the NHL's court if they're prepared to, to try to make it work, if they truly want to. And that's, uh, that, that's really an interesting one. Uh, I mean, Bill Daly is quoted as saying in the last couple of days, listen, it's, let's not get too excited about it. Uh, you, you know, there are a lot of owners uh, that don't necessarily want to shut down for 14 to 17 days uh, during prime non-NFL time during the season. And I think that this is one of those ones where it's going to have to go to the owners that I'm still not convinced that players are going to Beijing. Okay. Uh, Rene Fassell, you mentioned... Uh, potentially leaving. A lot of people have linked Rene Fassell, John, to the KHL. Uh-huh. Who would be the number one choice for IIHF? If they had a wish list, who would be the number one guy to take over from Fassell? Oh, you know, there's a, there are a few names. And, and, and I, you know, I mean, I, I do think that Bob Nicholson would be on the list somewhere. I don't know how high. You know, he's still a, uh, an executive vice president for North America for, or for the Americas uh, for the Federation. So you'd have to think that his name is on the list. Um, but, uh, you know, there are, there's still a couple of people in the European community that would probably have a difficult time giving uh, the, uh, the Federation's number one job to a non-European simply because uh, everybody understands the focus of hockey in the spring uh, has normally been in, in this country and in the United States, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, where the world championships are, are truly a European festival uh, that everybody enjoys once they go. So uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. I, I'll have to do my due diligence on other names uh, for next week, Bob. John, great stuff. Uh, we'll touch base on Wednesday. Actually, you know what? You won't be touching base with me. I'll be on the plane. Uh, you'll be touching base with Brendan Escott, so the show will sound new, improved, and younger. Uh, a younger, better model coming up through the ranks. Sounds good, Bob. Have a great day. We'll try to. Thanks. That's John Shannon. It's 1251 in Edmonton. Uh, Reed Wilkins has been kind enough to gather us a little bit of audio. Uh, Connor McDavid, as well as Dave Tippett, talking to Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Today, McDavid again saying he's not 100% sure he's good to go. Uh, we got lots to get to still on orders now when we return. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. All right, all right, all right. Uh, I want to tell you, we're just about uh, set to shut this one down, and that's the sh- trip to uh, Chicago. Oh, of course, the Oilers and the Blackhawks tomorrow. There's tickets available at EdmontonOilers.com for tomorrow night's game. But we are going to do an Oilers now roadie in the Chicago to see the Oilers play the Blackhawks. This package includes great lower bowl game tickets, a welcome reception with yours truly. Uh, we're going to have tours of Wrigley and Soldier Field for the Oilers now Chicago road trip. I think there's like we got. We got the opportunity for two more people to go on the New West Travel Trip, 780-432-7446, or online at newwesttravel.com. 12.55 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. Uh, Brendan, let's get to it. Reed Wilkins was kind enough to send in the McDavid availability. He spoke. McDavid was the first guy on the ice uh, for the practice today, first skater. Uh, the goalies were out there as well. Uh, he left along with Clefbaum early. Uh, Clefbaum's been obviously, I mean, he's I think he's first or second in the league in blocked shots. Uh, so they both left a little bit early, and Connor McDavid addressed the uh, media earlier today. Yeah, I just banged it. Um, just a little sore and swollen, so um, I just took uh, took an extra day here, and we'll see how it feels tomorrow. Is it, um, is it the knee itself? Or is it... Um, yeah, it's more. It's uh, kind of like Charlie Horse, kind of lower part of the quad, top of the knee part. So uh, yeah, just give him an extra day. What was your uh, kind of looked like you worked your way through it? Maybe felt better as the game went on. Uh, it was really sore. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a bit of a grind, but uh, I just tried to work through it. How, how worried were you? You went through a lot with this knee. Did it cross your mind that you might have messed up the PCL again? Uh, no, it, no, it never really crossed my mind. It's a completely different part. Um, you know, it didn't. Uh, not nothing that was hurt before. Um, you know, hurts now. So um, yeah, that's good news, I guess. What's the likelihood that you're going to be able to play tomorrow? Uh, we'll see how it feels tomorrow, and uh, worry about that tomorrow. All right, that's Connor McDavid. It's 12.56 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott with you. He didn't seem that concerned about it, did it, Brennan? I mean, I wasn't there to, to sometimes, you know, watch his body language, but what was your take on uh, his response to those questions? I think he just wanted the questions to stop about it, and that means to me that he's probably pretty re- ready to go, right? He just wants to play hockey. Uh, well, and again, uh, he's given it an extra day, so we'll wait and see at that time again. Uh, heard from Darnell Nurse in the first hour. Uh, we heard from John Shannon, hour number two. Uh, we'll hear some comments from Oilers head coach Dave Tippett coming up. We'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. More than just uh, sportswear. And, and... One of our favorites, Alan May, longtime Washington Capital player and broadcaster to talk a bit. Uh, about uh, Alexander Ovechkin, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on some of the old-school stuff that maybe we saw last week. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.